Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the much-anticipated Stars podcast return. And we have everybody here today. And boy, this is going to be quite the episode, considering we are recording right after the win that Vegas had over Florida to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, what a series it was. Vegas clearly looked like the dominant team, but we will get into that in a little bit. Uh, Max, I'm going to kick it off to you to start and kind of give your thoughts and opinions on the finals and uh, kind of where maybe you can, where Florida went wrong or why Vegas was so dominant. Well, that's a good question. Uh, Vegas dominated the series, obviously winning in five games. Two of them were complete blowouts, including the game we just, uh, a few of us watched. It was 9-3. Uh, God knows why Florida pulled the goalie when they're down like five goals. Um, I think Vegas was just too much for Florida overall. Um, their Cinderella run finally ended. Borowski was not the same goalie he was. Kachuk had a broken sternum, missed this last game. It was just pretty much a pretty dominant finals by Vegas through and through. Like Everyone contributed. Um, everyone played their part and that's why they came away with the cup and uh you know hats off to florida for getting this far no one here was even close to predicting that we all had boston winning um i'd love to hear your guys's takes on it as well aaron yeah i mean i don't have much different out of that like i feel it's not so much that florida did so much wrong is that like you said max vegas was just so dominant i mean just watching the game tonight, they were just all over them. Florida looked like they had a chance early on in the first, maybe, but every battle you watched, uh, Vegas always came up with the puck, and just eventually it became too much. And I think it's more of that Vegas was just too strong, and you can only hold off a team like that for so long. So, yeah, credits to Florida for all they did this year, but as soon as we saw game one, I don't think any of us really saw that Florida could take them in this series. <laughs> Corey, what do you got on the series? I'll let you go first, Kyle. Sounds good, sounds good. Um, yeah, Aaron's totally right. As soon as you saw Florida versus Vegas in Game 1, you knew that Vegas was going to win the Cup, which I, I find the, such a huge difference between Florida in the Eastern Conference Finals and the Stanley Cup Finals. Obviously, having two weeks off definitely ruined their mojo, which really sucks. Um and Bobrovsky could never return to, to the form that 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 he was playing at. Um, at the end of the day, I wanted Florida to win, and I was hoping that they would, but um, you can't really look at the Vegas roster without like seeing the players that are there and, and all the adversity in their careers that they've been through. It's just cool to see. Um, I mean, we can go through the roster, and every single guy was either given up in expansion draft or or traded away for bit because they were banged up and their career was looking in jeopardy or free agent signings it's 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 super impressive just how they were able to construct the roster and and win within within six years which is the record for quickest um expansion team win and as well, like going into this season, Robin Lehner was ruled out for the entire year. And that had all of us thinking 
these guys are might miss the playoffs. They don't have a goaltender. They had Logan Thompson, rookie goaltender. Laurent Brossoir was their backup goaltender. Or even their starter, maybe. At the start of the year, and Aiden Hill was just kind of a throw-in. I thought he would have a good season, but I didn't think he'd have such an amazing playoffs as he did. Um, obviously, as we've all seen, Jonathan Marshall so won the Conn Smite trophy. Was that your guys' pick for Conn Smite too, or would you take someone else? I Mikey? think I would have. I think I would have taken. You know, I know we discussed this a little bit before, but I think I would have taken Aiden Hill or Mark Stone. I was, and I'll tell you why. Mark Stone, just because of the leadership that he showed throughout the whole, you know, Stanley Cup run, Patrick in the final game. Um, I think he's got well over twenty plus points um, in the 21, 22 games he played. But again, it's not all, you know, it's not all scoring. It's not all points, which I get. Aiden Hill should have been at the top of the list because I'm pretty sure he played every game. Maybe missed one or two. But he was pretty uh, dominant throughout the whole playoffs. Aiden Hill did did not play the first few games of the first round. I think Brassoir was their starting goalie going into the playoffs. But he quickly took over. And he would have been my pick for it. I think, I think just how dominant he was and the crazy saves he made like this series might have been a whole different series if cousins would have scored that goal and that was game one right like 10 yeah, minutes in really yeah early on. like that was such a momentum killer for them um right away in the series so and there was really no looking back after that I was also super impressed with uh, with just how deep Vegas was and the fact that it wasn't Jack Eichel and Mark Stone and Jonathan Marcheseau, like being the only people that were, that were contributing. You had Chandler Stevenson, um, William Carlson was playing unreal all-around game. Even players like, like William Carrier um, was playing unreal as well. So just a huge effort. Um, obviously, we can't be remiss without... Um, mentioning uh, Phil Kessel is a three-time Stanley Cup champion, and uh, there's another one I'm missing, Mikey. Sorry, I just can't think of it off the top of my head. Oh, I think I can help you with this. Uh, ben Hutton, former Canucks legend. Just for anybody listening, I bought Ben Hutton's jersey the first season he was on the Canucks, and I've been getting roasted ever since for buying it, so now it has some value to it, so it's going on eBay. <laughs> Yeah, there's not many uh, Canucks jerseys of Stanley Cup champions floating around, so... Uh, <laughs> exactly. You, you keep no that Luongo thing on lock. There's what? There's no Luongo one. There's definitely no Luongo one. <laughs> Poor guy. Having flashbacks 2011 in the stands. Man, I mean, he didn't win. <laughs> if, I, if I had to see Luongo lift the cup... <laughs> <laughs> well, you would have you you guys would have had to listen to a 20 minute rant <laughs> but anyways to answer kyle's question about the con smite there um i guess my un, un, unpopular pick would be i think if we're talking most valuable in the playoffs i would i would go matthew kachuk i think if the series went a bit longer he would have been a serious choice five-game series on a losing team, I don't think it's a serious choice, but because what Kyle kind of says, they're so deep, 
Um, Vegas doesn't really have a front runner. Um, and I think when you look at most valuable, like Pitchcock, look at that team to the playoffs, all those overtime goals he scored, all those goals he scored. And then when you look at Florida, the next guy uh, in points, I mean, Kachuk scored 11 goals. That's tied for second. Uh, in, or t- yeah, tied for second in the playoffs. But the next guy on the team was Carter Verhage with 17 points. And you look at a guy like Alex Barkov, only scored five goals all playoffs. So he really carried. Um, and then I just want to say that's a good point from Kyle also mentioning like the, the players that make up that roster and the management for, for picking the, the Vegas roster. Like all those guys came from another team. You look at some guys they've acquired that have won before Chandler Stevenson, um, Barbershaw with such a great pickup. Phil Kessel was apparently a huge locker room guy. Um, quick. Quick, Donovan Quick at the deadline didn't even play, but just kind of adds some net security. Like, these are just great moves. And then you bring in, you know, Eichel, Stone. Like, uh, you got guys like Carlson Smith who were cast off from other teams. Like, it really is impressive as much as I'm not a fan of seeing Vegas win, like, such a, such a young team, but it's very impressive. Um, and then in terms of Florida, I think, like, hey, it's a, like they had a great year, This and Kachuk is, had a, an amazing year, so still quite impressive. I think for them, they got hot at the right time, and their best players were their best players for the majority of the run, being Kachuk and Bobrovsky carried. Then you also look at all the one-goal games and all the overtime games. So I think by the time the finals came, we may have uh, thought they were better than – or maybe they showed – better than they actually were compared to Vegas who rolled Winnipeg, uh, shut, pretty much shut down Edmonton and then had a, you know, close, but solid series with Dallas and was pretty much primed to win. So uh, that's my, that's my thoughts on what we saw. So not to be surprising Vegas takes it. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, you made some good points. All the players that they did bring in and I mean, ultimately, their ownership and their GMs know what they're doing, even with their expansion team that they did draft um, back in 2017. They they did really good work with that expansion team, and the team has never been bad since 2017. Oh. Um, it kind of sucks, you know, being a Canucks fan, just like you guys, um, <laughs> seeing an expansion team winning a cup before your team, but they, uh, they definitely deserved it, and everybody played their part in that win. Yeah. I just realized this. I'm just on cap friendly for Vegas. So just looking forward to next season. Aiden Hill's a free agent. UFA. What kind of contract can he demand this offseason? Well, I'm sure Edmonton's going to sign him for five, six years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Playing backup behind Skinner. But uh, Hill, I, I don't know. That's a good question. Because there was really just one run. Yeah. I don't know what's comparable. I don't know if there's a goalie that's been in that situation. I mean, what what, what did Kemper... Kemper had a more longer career. What did he like sign? a seven-year career before that. And what did he sign for? Six by six. Six by six? 
Yeah. I think Aiden Hill, maybe, uh, he could probably more than three per year, I think. Yeah. Yeah. He could, he could, he could. Comparison. Bennington comparison might be good. Yeah. Yeah. He got signed. And is, uh, and Vegas is gonna, you guys think Vegas is putting in the, uh, the offer right away to him on this offseason? No. I don't, they don't know where they're already over the cap. They, uh, well, they basically are. They need to sign four players with $4 million. Yeah, I, I don't think they can. Don't overpay him. Stick with Thompson and. Thompson was good for them this season, and he's still on an entry-level contract. So. Yeah, stick with him, I say. But the nice thing is, is with only having to sign four or five players, their team's going to be very similar going into next year. <clears throat> and just how they're built, how big and tough they're built, yeah. very good chance that we see them make another late playoff push. I think um, Barbashev is also a UFA. He'll probably get a nice deal somewhere else. He played great in the postseason. Yeah. I couldn't agree more there. Um, even one guy I always like to watch, fourth-line guy, Teddy Bluger, I always find him just very sound, sound player. Like, he's never going to wow you with skill, but every once in a while he does a few good things that, that are game-changing moves. So, hmm. yeah. But, yeah, six seasons in, Vegas Knights are Stanley Cup champions. Um, any early predictions for next year, Stanley Cup champions, guys? Vegas. Oh God. Uh, no, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I was. I was just gonna say, like, we all made down. pretty poor predictions. <laughs> yeah. And even, well, even even for our, even with our NHL bracket, it was uh, let's <laughs> pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> let's see how the draft and free agency goes first. Yeah. No, we'll answer that. Question. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, that kind of segues into what we're going to talk about with free agency and uh, that kind of stuff starting up. About a, was it a week ago? Um, three-way trade between Philadelphia, Columbus, and LA sent Provorov to LA. No, sent Provorov to. Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to like find it. Half a second. Yeah, he was in LA for half a second. I'm trying to find the exact. I have it here. Trades. You do? Perfect, Max. Yeah. Take it away. So, Don't let me talk. Get Ivan Provorov. Uh, two million retained, so it comes out at four point seven million, I believe, for two more seasons. Uh, LA. Get. I don't know if they get really anything out of this. I think they get some AHL depth. Two guys randomly. Uh, Couple Philly, guys. Philly are the main ones here. They get Cal Peterson from LA on that bloated goalie contract. Uh, <laughs> Sean Walker, AHL, second round pick. And then from Columbus, uh, a first rounder, which is 22nd overall this season, and then a second rounder next season. So, pretty decently sized trade that kind of came out of nowhere. <laughs> who's, who's the winner of that trade in your guys' mind? Max, oh, it's, it's a good question. I mean, LA got off pretty good. You know, they did have to give up. You know, a pretty good pick with twenty second, but they got rid of, uh, you know, that P- 
Peterson's contract, which frees up five mil for them, which is really good. So they can use that, you know, since they're in a win-now kind of mode. I don't know how I feel about Columbus's standpoint getting Provorov. I don't know if he's worth that much. Um, but I'd love to hear you guys' takes as well. I'm not too sure, really. Mikey? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, with LA clearing up 5 million cap space, you can almost guarantee they're going to go for somebody pretty good, um, like a top six forward, I would say, um, which is what they're looking at. Maybe even a D-man, if that's what they're needing. I can see, you know, I think even to bring cat, I know he wants, he's looking for different options and there's a couple other guys too, but I think, uh, LA clearing up five mil was huge. Cal Peterson and Sean Walker. I don't think they're going to be really that useful for Philly. Um, yeah, I just, if they trade Carter hard and they're going to, their plan is to go with Cal Peterson or whatever his name is, as a starting goalie, I don't think it's going to work out for them. I think LA definitely took, the reins on this one overall to Columbus you're going to help their defense a bit but it's still Columbus they need much more help than that in my opinion well with that with that 5 million that they had I think they did re-sign Gavrikov to a two, a two year deal just under 6 million dollars a year yeah oh yeah I think I'm going to but they're still in, in need of another defenseman unless they re-sign Edler, who's restricted or unrestricted free agent. Um, but he's 37 now, so that could be the, the end of his career. I think they also uh, benched him, um, scratched him for some of the playoff games against... Yeah. In the second round, I believe. The second round. First round, maybe the end of it, beginning of the second round, so I don't think they're going to re-sign yeah, but they also got prospects coming up like Brant Clark, um, who might, if he has a good offseason, might be able to fit into a top six role for them. But that is... Yeah. Um, for me personally, I, I think LA was the winner of this trade again, like like you kind of said, um, just with getting rid of that that big contract. It sucks that they had to, they, they had to give up Walker, but... Um, not a bad return for Philly either. I think I think they're right. also making out really well. Walker's a low key stud. He I don't is, know. Yeah. He's, I he mean, plays he's well. I mean, there's there is serious mixed opinions on him, um, but I think like as a defensive depth, like you you can't go wrong with him over somebody else that you might be paying the same money to. So yeah, and goaltending is all about confidence. If Peterson can get his confidence back, hopefully it doesn't turn into another uh, Steve Mason, per se, for Philly. But we'll see about that. Corey, any uh, any thoughts on this three-way trade? Nothing more than what you guys haven't said. I, I, ch- I don't really know. I didn't really look too deep into the trades, so I think I'll just trust what <laughs> what you guys have already said. Um, Columbus, I guess they're trying to improve their team. Obviously, yeah, they're trying to replace Gavrigov, who was a pretty solid shutdown defenseman. Russian, so they want another Russian guy. I don't know, but uh, yeah, they're trying to. Obviously, they have signed Goudreau. 
<clears throat> traded for line A. They have Kent Johnson, so I think they realize they should be competitive now. Does Provorov make them that? I don't know. Seems like he's just a like a top four guy. Yeah, more of a top four guy in my opinion. Um Yeah. But But I mean it if 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 Wierenski's healthy next year, then he only needs to be top four guy. And then yeah, and uh, Columbus also traded for another defenseman. Yeah, Damon Severson from New Jersey, and then signed him to an eight-year deal. I think at six point two five a year. That's who the Canucks wanted. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, he's a right-shot defenseman as well, right? He is. Yeah. So, yeah, that's actually comparable to, you know, do you take Hronik or would you take this guy? I mean, eight years for this guy, for eight years to sign someone who, if you're signing someone for eight years, they should be your core. They should be your best player, nothing more. So, I don't really know about this one. Uh, yeah, it's a bit long for, for yeah. a, in my opinion, a top four defenseman. But it's like a Petrie contract. Like I think he's very similar player to to Jeff Petrie. Or I saw Jake Gardner comparisons a lot um, when Jake Gardner was healthy. Um, so kind of an interesting move. But I can see them trying to to push to push the push the envelope a little bit because Line's contracts up in a few years. Um, they're gonna have to start competing for the playoffs if they want their their younger prospects that are that have played a, a year or two in the in the NHL to experience some competitive hockey. Yep, I agree. As long as you have the cap room to sign those young prospects, you don't want to be stuck with how, sorry, what's the um the uh the cap hit on Severson's? Uh 6.25 million dollars. Like that's pretty high. The last thing you want is like another Tyler Myers situation that the Canucks have. Yep. So that's nicely there. I don't think it's smart to be doing eight year deals. Then they even they become almost untradeable as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're trying to improve their defense. So. Yep. And 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 they're in a position as a franchise where they need to give seven or eight years in order to entice people to actually sign so (laughs) which which kind of sucks for them but yeah um as well they have i mean i think we'll talk more about a lot of these teams as we do off-season episodes but um david yurichek who's uh their top defensive prospect should be, should make the jump to the nhl next year and i could see him being a top four defenseman for them Okay, and and they have a third overall pick, correct? Uh, yeah, top top three or four, yeah. So three. another 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 um, talents coming in. Yeah, and he and he was awesome in the World Juniors last year. Not that that's a great in, in for indicator of how good he'll be in the NHL, but he was fun to watch there. So I hope that translates. Um. This one I want your opinion on, Corey, if we move to um, the Jets and all the news that has been coming out of Winnipeg. How many players, Max, have 
have requested trades at this point. I feel like it's like three or four. It's... Well, we know the obvious ones, but there's probably a lot more behind the scenes, and yeah. I think most of that core probably don't want to be there anymore. Yeah, um, exactly. So Hellebuck, of course. So the big news over the last, really, two weeks have been about Dubois, and then shortly followed up by Hellebuck. Uh, basically publicly, basically public now, that he will not sign an extension with them. He's a UFA next summer, so look for him to be moved this offseason. Um, I doubt they really go into the season with him and really risk losing that caliber of a player for nothing. Um, but I feel like most of that core is kind of going to get a little bit blown up here. You got Wheeler, he's getting up there, Shifley, there's always rumors about mm -hmm. him every summer. Every um, single summer, Shifley yeah. rumors come up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> poor guy. Um, Not really, it sounds like a... never mind. <laughs> so, Jets, uh... Oh, wow, a, they're in a situation. Okay, so, so RFAs this year is Dubois, of course. Um, I think that's about it for like the really good players. Next off season, though, they're in a pickle because they have <laughs> Wheeler expiring, Shifley expiring, Nino Niederreiter expiring, obviously Hellebuck expiring, um, a couple de def depth defensemen, Brendan Dillon, Dylan DeMello, and Cole Perfetti is a RFA. Yikes. And then the year after, Nikolai Ehlers, and then the year after that, Kyle Connor and Adam Lowry. Wow. Any, uh, any destinations you guys can think uh, Hellebuck can go to? Aaron, who do you think's, uh, oh do think's going to be on the... Toronto, maybe? Edmonton? Maybe. Yeah, I don't even have a good answer for that. I could see, I could see Edmonton, maybe. Ooh, that'd be a wild one. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they're that kind of team that would go for that. That would be such a tough one. Like, the team has to have good enough prospects. Actually, you know what? Winnipeg really has no leverage, so they're going to end up getting fleeced in the deal anyways. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, no, as much as it's, like, pretty rough that all these players are requesting trades and... Maybe the team's blowing up a little bit. It's kind of just about time because what they have isn't working. There are whole issues with the captainship and their team culture. Like they kind of need a big change. So Hellebuck goes somewhere. A few other players go somewhere. It's it might just be what they need, honestly, to kind of reset themselves. And I know they're kind of like the Canucks. They never want to say they're going to rebuild. They're just going to retool. But maybe that's what they need a little bit more than just a retooling. Yeah, Winnipeg's you know always in a weird situation where they don't have good enough revenue to miss the playoffs, or else they just, like, are kind of messed up financially, so they have to keep on pushing the mediocrity just to just to maintain being able to spend to the cap, so... It's, uh, their situation reminds me of, oh, like, five years ago with Ottawa, when... Carlson wanted out, Hoffman wanted out, all like players, you know, there was the um 
their owner there was like he wanted was saying to sell or um fans uh wanted the owner out and it was just not a good situation they basically traded everyone sold everyone team was a bit of a uh laughing stock a little bit took a few years but they haven't made the playoffs yet, but I think most people would agree. They have a solid future. They've acquired a lot of assets. They have a lot of young players, and their core is set, and they could be a competitive team moving forward. I think Winnipeg needs to do that sooner than later um, and trade what they can. All those players that you mentioned, uh, Kyle, that are expiring, and then even look at, like, um, you know, Morrissey is signed long-term, but if guys like Ehlers has two years left, Kyle Connor three years left, like identify who you want to keep, get whatever you can for the rest, and uh, yeah, rebuild. Just look, look at Chicago. Traded everyone, acquired a bunch of draft picks, tanked, got first overall. Yeah. I know that's the but either they keep everyone, try and go for one more run at being competitive this year, probably don't do anything, um, or two, they just kind of do a bit of both and kind of stay in that bubble. But uh, so what the Canucks should have done was just big, big dump and rebuild. Well, that's just it. Like, it's so easy to just be mediocre forever because you don't want to be bad, but at some point you got to be bad if you actually want to get somewhere. So yep. they just got to commit to it. Yeah, you got to pull the plug. I mean, with, with how their season ended as well, with Rick Bonus going off on the team, that yeah. whole locker room is just, well, not good I, right now. Uh, just last summer, I believe it was, was when Wheeler lost his captaincy. Like, that whole locker room needs a reset, and that, I think, a full rebuild fire sale in a way needs to happen unfortunately yeah. for them all their players are pretty much over the age of 25 maybe aside from Dubois all kind of like their core players so the, the, their time has passed they went to I think the third round what six years ago other than that they've had a second round maybe a couple times but I think this team's best years have have passed Get get what you can out of them and and, and yeah rebuild and build for the future. Yeah, I was I like like my first thought process is like okay trade the old guys and keep the young guys. But then Corey brought up to me um, that all their deals are expiring. So at the end of the day, I agree with you guys with get rid of them all and try to not rush the rebuild. But if you're able to get enough good assets within uh-huh. like a one to two year window um within three to four years you'll be you'll be back to playing some fun hockey maybe not competitive but fun yeah there you go yeah um i'm sure there's more that we could talk about but we're we'll have lots of off-season stuff to talk about I'm sure from now until the draft, there will be a lot of rumors because obviously, well, with the Canucks, I'm sure enough with Toronto and everything with the no trade clauses, um, you got the draft obviously coming up. Free agency will be shortly after. So there'll be lots of stuff to talk about. 
but for now, I think we can probably kick it off to some trivia. Awesome. All right. <laughs> so I have two sort of trivia segments here. Both are along the same theme. Um, they are related to the Consmite Trophy. So the first oh. one is pretty relevant to... <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's pretty relevant to... We were talking earlier about Kachuk being a potential candidate for winning a Consmite even though his team may have lost. And so the first question is, who is the last person on a losing team to win the Conn Smythe and when? Oh, and that's way too hard. Easy, 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 easy. Sorry, we'll have to go back a few and see how many you can so get. So easy. We'll start with one. Corey. Hey, Corey. Uh, it's, it's J.S. Jagir, uh, 2003, Anaheim Ducks. Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks. Anybody else know that? No. Yeah. Really? (laughs) Nope. Uh, Well, not as fast as you knew it. Wait, who? (laughs) Not fast enough for you to Google it, Mikey. (laughs) Then who won it in? Whoa. Yeah, seven games. He he, 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 uh, when the Ducks lost to the Devils. That's insane. Um, Who who won it when they when they won the cup? Then was it Shabir again? No, I, I, th- I believe it was uh, Niedermeyer. Niedermeyer? Okay. Yeah. Ooh, we should do Consmite. Can, can we do Consmite winners next week? We're getting there. <laughs> Trivia's not over. Oh. Oh. All right, so you got that one pretty quick. That was the most recent one, 2003. Who was before that? Uh, um, this is all you probably, agree. <laughs> uh, I think it's before I even watched. Is it in the 90s? It is late 80s. I'll oh. give you a hint. There's five oh. in history. Four out of the five are goalies. Holy. I think I... I, I just saw Gretzky talk about this. Maybe. Is it a... Is it... Aaron, is it a Philadelphia goalie? It is a Philadelphia goalie. Oh, Hextall. Uh, Perron? No, Kyle, say it again. Hextall. It was Hextall, that's right. Oh. Uh. Hmm. <laughs> He was probably happy to have that. Corey fumble on that one. Corey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give me yeah, a half mark. Yeah, the, the goal line and he fumbled it. Okay. All right, I'll ask you for one more. This was the third most recent, and this is the only non-goalie on the list. I'd be pretty shocked if anybody got this. I'll give you a hint. It was in 1976. I don't know. The no Philadelphia idea. Flyers won the Stanley Cup. Or sorry, lost the Stanley Cup final. What am I saying? They they, lost the they were the team Cup. that lost in the Stanley Cup finals. Sittler? I don't know. Bobby Clark. Clark. No. That's a good... He was a right winger. It is Reggie Leach. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Does anyone oh, know who that is? <laughs> I've heard that name. Okay. Reggie. Good old Reggie. Good old Reg. <laughs> that's my grandpa's name. Nice. Shout out Reggie Leach. Grandpa, Reggie Leach. Yeah, Reggie. Not Leach. Damn. Alright, not bad, not bad. Okay. Second Consmite trivia round is as requested by Corey. In reverse chronological order, we are going to try to that's name funny. the past Consmite winners. And the reason we're doing this is because I asked Max to name who won last year. He barely could remember. I got Wait, that. he and didn't he get... And I got it. 
he couldn't name Look who was the year before that. So I'm really hoping that I you guys can help him out. I struggled. <laughs> are we... You were wrong. I can admit to you now that you did not get it right. How so, are we going to do this? Do you guys want to do a team effort? Or do you want to be divided into two teams? Definitely a team effort. I don't think I'm going to get one of these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't put me and Mikey on a theme. <laughs> so this is a Kyle versus Corey situation. <laughs> yeah. Who wants nah, that on their team? We'll work together. Right. Yeah. I don't even remember the question. We'll so, go back and forth just because I actually sure. need to go back and forth because I'll get most of them wrong. If you don't know, just we'll, let's go in a, like a like a rotation, and if you don't know, just say pass. Perfect. All right. So it'll be one, Corey, a lot of passes over here. two, Mikey. Three, Wait, I want to go first. Four, I want to go first because yeah. Colorado won last year. Okay, I don't, I don't no, want the last. Fine. Okay. <laughs> Kyle, you can go first. Max, I know, doesn't know number two, so we're going to... Or three. <laughs> Kyle can go first, and then you can hand it off to whoever you want. Because you guys are too hard to organize. Perfect. All right, uh, last year's Kale McCarr. Good. Max, you're next. <laughs> uh, the second Tampa Cup... I think the second was Vasilevsky? It was. Okay. That's the only guy you didn't name before. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go to Mikey. 2020. Was this another Tampa Cup? Yes, it is. Um, I don't think I don't think Vasilevsky won back-to-back. Uh, either Kucherov or Hedman. Well, you only uh, get one vote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go with Hedman. Good choice. That is correct. Nice. 50-50. <laughs> All right, Corey, 2019. 2019, St. Louis. That's going to be Ryan O'Reilly. Perfect. Back to you, Kyle. Damn, okay, 2018. Was that Washington? I don't know. Was it? No. I'm not even going to remember the cop winner. <laughs> hey, we already did um, that trivia, so you guys should know. That was too long ago. It was Ovechkin. It was Long Island. It was cool. Sweet. What year are we on? 2017. 2017. All right, I'll help you guys. 2017 was. Oh, Oh, nice. Oh, that could be difficult. Oh, mine's easy. 2016 is easy. I'm just going to say Crosby. It was Crosby. Okay. All right. Mikey. 2016, that was back-to-back. It was back-to-back. Uh, and I think Crosby won it back-to-back. It was back-to-back, yeah. Wow, impressive. Wow. No Phil Kelsel? Kelsel? <laughs> Kelsel? Kelsel. <laughs> Max Mondays. Not a thing. Corey, 2015. This one's tricky because it's the third Blackhawks Cup. But I'm pretty sure it was Duncan Keith. Is that right? Yeah, that is correct. Mm. That's a good shot. Nice. I would have guessed. Dang. No. Kyle back. Keith had such 20, a good playoff. So this number. is 2014. Yes. Was that LA? It was. Okay. Um, My guess would be, oh, do I go with the defenseman or the goalie? I'm going to go Drew Doughty, I think. Incorrect. Uh, 
Jonathan, okay. have to go? No, no. Uh, well, Max, uh, Max goes. Sure. Yeah. Max, you can go. Um, 2014. Oof. Who did he say? Quick. Yeah. I, I said Dowdy, and then I, Dowdy. my okay. second guess was Quick, but I don't get a second guess. <laughs> it's a good thing I you didn't. I can kind of picture Quick. So I'm just going to say yeah. quick. Yeah. Uh, no, no, it was not. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> I said it was good that Kyle didn't get a second guess because he would have got it wrong again. Damn. Is it my turn? Yes. Yeah, it's yours. I'm thinking of two people. Again, I'm going to go with a 50-50. It's either Kopitar or Alec Martinez. So it wasn't Martinez. A... Okay, Kopitar. No. <laughs> okay. You guys ready for this? I All right, we're on. This is... Mr. Game 7, Justin Williams. It sure is. Wow. Oh, that's a, that's a show. That, yeah, that's, and that's unreal show. playoff. That was from the... Wow, I didn't... That was like 10 years ago, I don't remember that. Good, good shit. Okay, 2013. Was that... Was that Chicago again? Yes. Okay. Um. This was... Mm, Jonathan Tapes? Nope. Are we all answering this? What? Are we still doing it in order? If I if I keep getting them wrong like this, then everyone else gets to guess. <laughs> well, I'll yeah. just go with Kane. Kane? Yeah. It was Patrick Kane. Yay. Nice. Okay, that's who I was. Yeah. All right, Mikey, your turn. 2012. Oh, no. I don't even... I... <laughs> 2012, man. What was I doing in 2012? Is that LA again? It was LA. Uh, what, it was LA, right? Oh, Kyle, you guessed it, I think. I think it's quick. It is quick. <laughs> All right. Just a year shy. 2011. <laughs> oh, my God. Of course. Oh, God. Be I know this. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. Let me tell you who it wasn't, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely was not Luongo. Do you, how much time do you have? <laughs> keep going, keep going. Uh, this 2011 with his probably his world class performance was Tim Thomas. It was Tim Thomas. So sad. That's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 2010. 2010. Was this was this Pittsburgh? Nope. No. Chicago. Chicago? Oh, yeah, was this Chicago. Jonathan Taves? This was Jonathan Taves, yeah. Okay, cool. All right, 2009. We'll go back to just 2000, by the way, just so you guys don't get... I know Corey could probably go on a lot longer, but... Um... No, I can't. I'm, I only do lock post-lockout. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, 2009 was Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with Crosby again. Nope. Oh. oh, yeah, I know this one. Oh, I think... Mikey? Oh, if it's not Crosby. Uh, I don't think it was Latang. I don't think it was Flurry. Uh, Malkin? It was Malkin. I remember Malkin having an unreal playoffs that year. If it's not Crosby, Malkin. No. <laughs> you just got to do the. Uh, you just got to narrow it down a little bit. <laughs> Oh eight. Oh eight was the Red Wings. I believe it was Zetterberg. It was Zetterberg. Got it. Two thousand seven. 
Kyle. 2007 was... Oh, God. <laughs> it was... Oh my goodness, who's 2007? Corey, who won the cup in 2007? <laughs> Dude, we literally talked about it. Yeah, like, I was going to say, did we, go. did we mention it? <laughs> huh? Oh, I wasn't listening then. The Ducks. The Ducks? Oh, right, we did talk about that. Um, <laughs> Scott Niedermeyer. Yes. Basically <laughs> got the answer. <laughs> <laughs> 2006. Ooh. Oh. I'm gonna need a phone a friend. <laughs> Carolina. Yeah, Carolina. Ooh. Oh. This... Rookie. Ooh. Rookie. Huh. Was it? No. Was it? I don't know. Eric Stahl? It was not. It's okay. Although he might have been a rookie, actually. Yeah, I was trying to think of rookies. <laughs> Mikey? Rookies on their team. I couldn't even tell you any players from the 2006 team. I'm pretty sure they had Cam Ward. It was That's the only Cam player Ward. I know. Mm, yeah. yeah. Damn. That's the only player. That's the only player. Who else was on that team? Who else was on that team? Justin Williams, I think. No? Yeah, he was. And uh, Mike Mike Commodore. Carolina Hurricanes. Ray Whitney. 2006. All right, Corey. Rod Brindamore. Yeah, Rod Brindamore. Oh, Peter Levy, that was the coach? Yeah. Corey Stillman? If, if I have 2005, then I'll have to go with Gary Bettman. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much correct. <laughs> Andrew Ladd was on the team? Though. Hey? You can go you to 2004, do... too, because that was too easy. Um, so Tampa Bay won. This is where, for me, it gets a little tricky. Uh, I think... Ding. Is it Brad Richards? Yes, it is. Wow. Oh, that's Boom. Such a good guess. Woo. All right, they had on. a lot of good players, though. You better get this one. 2003. <laughs> <laughs> 2003. Bro. Were you listening to us this podcast? Was JS Shakir. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> God, I need help. This guy's just copying my notes over here. <laughs> Alright, 2002. Oh no. I don't even know who won it. That's what I'm thinking. Can't even guess it. Wasn't it? Wasn't it not Colorado? It was not Colorado. No, 2001. Okay, so was it? It was Detroit. 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 Uh, oh God. Detroit. Wasn't it New Jersey? Well, New Jersey according was to this very accurate Wikipedia, it was Detroit. <clears throat> okay, well, 
Wikipedia knows nothing. Come on. Yeah. I'm going to go change it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it was the one in 2011. <laughs> if it was Detroit, we'll just go with that, Zook. Nope. No. No. Oh, no. <laughs> too, late. too far away now. All right, Mikey? Mikey? 2002 Detroit. Oh. I think Zetterberg won um, on Mike. He did not. Who was on that team? That's getting, it's getting a little ways back. This is like Eiserman was still on the team then. Eiserman. Uh, but I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say uh, Nick Lidstrom. You are correct. That, yeah, that was going to be my guess. Yeah. All right, we have two more here. So back to you, Kyle. This worked out very oh, well. Oh, no. 2001, 2001 oh, wow. Colorado. Um... Oh, God, I don't remember this, bro. Oh, what kind of fan well, Wow. It's got to be... I was like three years old or four years old, I think. But you're still an abstam. You should know the history. I understand <laughs> your, your point of view. Um, go between... I'll just say it's Joe Sackick. I'm not sure though. Joe Sackick. That is I think incorrect. That's <laughs> yeah. Uh, Max. Go with Patrick Waugh. That is correct. Yeah. Oh damn! All Good right. shit. Oh, I thought it was All right, Mikey. The final one. Two thousand. Um, couldn't tell you. <laughs> Do you know who won that year? Uh, no, considering I was four years old. There you go. He got it. Uh, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, pass this one off to one of my friends, uh, Corey or Kyle. Corey, uh, I'll go 2000. That's New Jersey, right? Yes, it is. Uh, I mean. Was Scott Stevens? It was Scott Stevens. Very good. Oh, I was going to say Broder. Damn. I think we did relatively well. That was actually yeah. bad. <laughs> pretty smooth. Who, who won in... Okay. Hang on. Who, who won in 99? Dallas was won the cup, but who who won in 99? The oh, don't make me pronounce this name. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you guess? Why don't I guess? Well, is it Neuendijk? Yeah. Oh, nice. When she said I, you, I can't pronounce it, I was like... We I was looking at it like, oh, God. It's like, oh, Paul isn't that hard. <laughs> Madano? Turco? Come on. Give me some credit. Good one. All right. Nice. Thanks, Aaron. Yeah, no worries. That That's it for trivia today. Actually, you guys did a lot better than I thought, so that was pretty good. Um, any final... Thoughts, comments before we move on to our fan questions? Uh, no. I take your silence as a no. So, oh, no. we did not have a fan question prep this episode, but I just randomly thought of one when we were recording. And I'm actually going to ask it to all you guys first before we throw it out to the fans. So, the question is What was your favorite moment of the 2023 Stanley Cup playoffs? Oh. Give you guys a couple of seconds to think about it, and if anybody would like to start us off. 
Or I will just vol and tell Max to go. What the... Uh, <laughs> time. Um... <laughs> like, does this have to be, like, in-game or, like, an experience while you're, like, watching the game? Uh, could be anything, well, don't get too graphic. I'm, I'm curious yeah. what, what experience you're talking about. So. Oh my god. I, I, I mean, I'll just say, I've mentioned this before, but I got a bunch of buddies in LA. And we just, like the first and second round of LA playing, we literally hopped on stream. Like we just like set up our like streams on StreamYard, did webcam and just like watched all the games together. So I just want to say that was fun to actually, uh, you know, watch it with a bunch of LA fans and hear their perspective and, you know, get their kind of perspective on the games for the first two rounds. Yeah, pretty good. That's nice. Good. That was heartfelt enough that I won't fault you for having multiple moments there, not just one. Hmm. Very, good. <laughs> Very good answer. All right. Who has another one? Hey, uh, I think I'll probably think of something different, but my answer for now is when Verhege scored game seven overtime to beat boston Ooh, that's a good one that was gonna be mine too kyle so it's a good nice one. So mine uh any of us saw coming i'll i'll hop on that mine is also when boston lost but for the reason <laughs> to see everyone's brackets just fall apart yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see so, uh, I, I enjoyed that for the happy moments Corey enjoyed that for the pain yeah, just for everyone's pain. Ooh, I got a better one. Never mind. Okay. Uh, I love, you, Kyle. love yeah. Kachuk when he scored in overtime two straight games. I know it's two oh, moments, yeah. but when he scored in overtime, just like walked off the ice. That was good when he uh, the immediate celebration just to leave. Back to back. Well, yeah, because I'd been sitting on the couch for like five hours watching overtime. <laughs> How about uh? Toronto fans chanting, we want Florida. And then oh, like, yes. Six later, they're done. That's basically what I was just going to say. My favorite moment is watching Toronto win the series, but then lose the next series immediately, <laughs> and all their hearts just drop. <laughs> and they're back yeah. into turmoil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was my favorite. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Very good. So, yeah, we'll throw that question out to all you guys on our Instagram, see if anybody comes up with anything different. But I think, yeah, it's not surprising that a common theme for us was Toronto's downfall being a pretty good moment this Toronto, year. Boston. Yeah. Boston, yeah. Uh, before we end it, I just want to say one thing. Even though it is the off season, we're still going to be recording. We did this last season. Uh, there's going to be a ton of, like, free agents, ton of trades, you know, the draft we're going to talk about. We also have a ton of different discussions as a group. We're still waiting on Kyle versus Corey in the face-off debate as well so maybe we'll get that going this summer um but we still will be active even we won't be talking about the nhl because there's gonna be no games but there'll still be news to report on that's like my favorite thing is talking about is talking about trades and signings so i very much look forward to that yeah that's a very good point thank you mikey and this is also a really good time for anybody listening that has something you want to hear us talk about we're always Ooh. open to our topic discussion yes. so true send me and Corey are... on anything if you have something you want Corey and kyle to debate they're open for we're, we're always for opposing everything. i don't think there's like one thing you guys can completely agree on. propose a statement i bet you kyle, Corey, and kyle will butt heads at it <laughs> straight um, up yeah yeah doesn't matter what 
But I think we'll wrap things up for now today before we get into another 20 minute long I, discussion. Um, I so, disagree. Oh, yeah. I agree. <laughs> I disagree. I'll side with Kyle on this time and I'll let you guys know. So please check out our social media, leave some comments, send us some topics to discuss, and we'll see you guys all next time.